Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome into the Phoenix Sports Podcast brought to you by the DraftKings Sportsbook app, America's top-rated sportsbook app. Don't forget to hit that like button and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts and leave us a five-star review. I'm not Michaela Perkins. I'm not Cheerston Susell. I'm not even Lindsay Smith. But, <laughs> so I am your fourth. Whoa, whoa, hold on, hold on. I'm not even Lindsay Smith. <laughs> I can never. You'll have Emmy someday. Also, oh. I found it. Okay, <laughs> no one cares. We're off to a great start <laughs> here on the Phoenix Sports Podcast. I'm your fourth-string backup host, Leah Merrill, filling in for Michaela and Cheerson, who are both out of town today. Thank you so much for joining us. And today I am joined by Shane Diefenbach and Espo. How are you guys doing today? I love that I am, like, the one name here. I'm like <laughs> the Madonna, the Adele. I am running out the, I don't know. Drake? Drake. Celebrity yeah, status. Yeah, I mean, I don't. I'm Prince not Queen. to that level, level <laughs> but yeah. You know. I think you are. Don't sell yourself <laughs> short. But thank you. Glad to be here, and uh, we will we will do our best to help <laughs> elevate this program. We will today. do our best to not crash and burn <laughs> the ship as we go forward. But today is Friday the thirteenth. So before we get into anything, I need to know: Are either of you superstitious? Do you believe in Friday the thirteenth? Yes. Hell yes. yes. Yeah, I don't. I'm not. I'm not going to tempt fate. Yes, I believe in all these things, and uh, and I will show it its due respect. Triskaidekaphobia is a what? Hold on a sec. The fear of the number thirteen. You know, there's a thirteenth floor in this building. Like, if you look in the elevator, you can go to the thirteenth floor. Grilled cheese. Oh, that was the joke yesterday. I mean, uh, I was asked what sandwich would I be if I were a sandwich. Mm. If if there's a Sandwich was that the producer surprise last night? Uh, there were like four producer surprises. <laughs> we stalled so much for Jared <laughs> to get their post. It was bad. Yeah. Yeah. Oh man, you and you believe in Friday the Thirteenth? Oh uh, yeah. Well, no, not necessarily Friday the Thirteenth. Well, I guess you can kind of. It's like an umbrella of bad luck. I just like if if you deserve to have karma, you're gonna get it. Sometimes, most of the time, almost all the time. Um, yeah, I believe in bad luck. Um, so Friday the, I don't know if Friday the 13th, I've never had anything bad personally happen. To oh God. T- oh knock shit. On oh, wood, touch metal. <laughs> Whatever you need to do, you just jinx that. I'm going to hold on this like this for the rest of the show. <laughs> where, I need a seatbelt. This is where a ceiling like, tile falls yeah. and a rattler, a rattlesnake comes out oh of the Oh my God. Happened at a place I work. Honestly, so. that would be fire. Or the building's going to get evacuated <laughs> mid-show. Had that happened. As well on a live stream I was doing. So wow. I've been there. Yeah. Oh, boy. <laughs> All right. So Here we go. That's a preview of how this show is going to well, go. Let's hope it only affects my betting today and nothing else. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Well, speaking of bad luck, I'm just going to start us off um, on a quick, a few quick team updates. And we're going to put a timer on the screen for this one because I want to make this really quick because I want us to get to our main topic right away. But the bad luck segue goes to the Arizona Coyotes for continuing to have bad luck. And you can start the timer on 
Coyotes, Emma. Um, so the Arizona Coyotes, the draft NHL draft lottery was this week. The Coyotes finished second worst in the league. They will be picking third overall in the upcoming draft. They dropped a spot. They could have dropped two, so I guess you can say at least they didn't drop two. But never in the Coyotes' history have they moved up a spot in the NHL draft lottery, which is extremely, extremely unlucky for them. But I guess lucky for them. It's not one of those drafts where it's a superstar at the top then they're missing out on them. But that's what's new with the Coyotes. Otherwise, their season is over and we're <laughs> just counting down the days till the NHL draft. And with 20 seconds to spare, oh, that's my Arizona Coyotes update. I, got, I bet I beat you. Okay. So do you want to do the Cardinals update? Sure, let's do it. Okay. So we'll reset the clock. And okay, Cardinals ready? update. Here we go. Um, schedule hard. <laughs> there it is. There's your Cardinals update. That, that's fair. No, I mean, their, their schedule. Their schedule yeah. is, is is very difficult. You have a lot of you have you have a couple string uh, strings of games which are hard. Not to mention you're opening up against the Chiefs. Um, yeah, the schedule is is not the best. But other than that, I mean, I don't understand that the, there's so many people that are so down on the Cardinals from last year. I get the DeAndre Hopkins thing, but it's only six games. I think they're the schedule definitely doesn't help their win total, but I, I still think they make the playoffs. But, Ooh, 20 seconds. Yeah. yeah you can uh, chime in. But by the way, it, the Cardinal schedule is like an Oreo. Hard at the beginning, soft in the middle, <laughs> hard at the end. So, And yeah. they're playing another Christmas game, and they're playing at 11 a.m. on New Year's Day, which I'm just Holy thinking- hell, really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> don't wait. It don't. It, I'm putting my vacation time in. Sons are going to wind up playing on Christmas Day, too. You know what's <laughs> Well, Christmas Day... Th- that's okay. Oh. New Year's New Year's is <laughs> that's All right. blasphemous. All right. <laughs> We're out of our minute for Cardinals. So Espo, let's tee you up for Suns. Mm. All right. Uh, <laughs> without hope, without hope, there's no true despair. And that's uh, <laughs> that's where we are Holy with the Suns. <laughs> oh three really, really scary games in Dallas, and it all comes down to one game on Sunday. And Chris Paul has gone MIA. You can put his picture on the milk carton and uh, put out an APB. Dude, milk and he Oreos already. <laughs> yeah, I'm wow. really hungry. <laughs> so was... There you go. 33 seconds. I gave you Love signs. it. I read somewhere, and I don't know if this is true, so sorry if I'm just making up lies on the show, but that the D-backs have a better record in the last stretch of games than the last Suns do. Last 10 games, do. yeah. yeah. That's true. Which yeah, is scary. Um, so hopefully they get it done this Sunday in yeah, Game little, 7. Little different stakes, though. Beginning of a Major League Baseball season, NBA playoffs. So. Yeah, that's true. But tune into PHNX Suns pre and post game on Sunday for that Game 7 will be very Three, interesting. Hopefully the two, vibes are immaculate. Mm. Nailed it. We have we have no clue what time, though. That no. We'll find out today. The TBD. Stay tuned <laughs> for that. Um, okay, I'll give the D-backs update since Derek is not... I was going to say not with us. That makes it so oh, my God. <laughs> A really bad Friday the 13th for Derek. We've had... <laughs> Derek is no longer with us. Espo is the mayor now. <laughs> oh, that's coming someday anyway. Oh, my God. 
<laughs> this is taking a dark turn. Okay, you can set the clock. Lee is killing off characters at PH and X. It's okay. We'll be mean to our coworkers later in the show, and that's a promise. Set the timer. The D backs are currently 17 and 15 on the season. They're 7 and 3 in their last 10, so that's great. Their winning percentage right now is 0.531, which I don't know if anyone expected them to be over 500 at this point in the season. They're fourth in the NL West, and they've won their last three series twice against the Marlins and once against the Rockies so definitely a surprising start from the D-backs the thing about baseball is just there's so many games so who knows what's going to end up happening they play this weekend against the Cubs the CHGO rivals so we'll see what happens there and we had a lot of fun at the D-backs game so they won us money yeah I wish yep. I wish my By life losing. was uh <laughs> was like Major League Baseball where, here we go where I could where I could only succeed a little over half the time and i was having a good year <laughs> like <laughs> out of all of the aspo metaphors that was one of the better ones i will say that that's good and um before time. we close out i will want to give an update on mercury and rising because we have a phnx mercury show on this network and phnx rising so we'll do a minute for both and uh ready let's Set. Go. Go. <laughs> okay, so the Mercury have a are one on one to start the season. They defeated the Seattle Storm by twenty on Wednesday. They play Dallas next Thursday, and currently Skylar Diggins-Smith is leading the team in points per games with twenty two. Unfortunately, Brittany Griner's detention has been extended a month, which we're all just hoping for the best in that situation. It's just been going on way too long. On the other side, Rising lost to Sacramento Republic 2-0 on Wednesday. They're out of the U.S. Open Cup, which is not an ideal situation for the Rising. Be sure to follow PHNX underscore Rising and PHNX underscore Mercury on Twitter for more coverage on the Mercury and the Rising. How bad did you want to say Kraken when you said they lost to Seattle? Um, it <laughs> passed through my mind, just like when I started this show off the top. I wanted to say, welcome to the PHNX Coyotes podcast. Because the only other show I've ever hosted on this network was I hosted Bets once. Mm. You were two and zero on getting things right, so congratulations. I am so far, so far. But she didn't <laughs> ooh when she hosted Bets, so that's a miss. I missed, I missed the ooh for the first time in about two months today because wow. I was reading a Slack and I didn't say ooh welcome in. I just said welcome in. I'm like no. How could you? I know it was very upsetting. Which by the Sean almost threw up after that happened. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> By the way, good comment here from Charles. Leah taking over Mac's role of murder queen today. I oh, forgot yeah. that Mac has a it's reputation. Something about this this, this, this yeah. show. That's unbelievable. I didn't even. I just took on that persona. It was just in the air. Death to D backs hosts is, uh, is the theme of today's show. <laughs> Sorry, Poor Jesse. Derek. Watch out. You're next. <laughs> You're next. Um, well, everyone, thank you so much. So much. If you're watching on Twitter right now, head over to the PHNX Sports YouTube so you can interact with us in the comments. Everybody who's here, thanks so much for joining us. Today, our topic is on the subject of drafts, and I brought up this topic because that I'm in on the Coyotes beat, so I'm very invested in draft everything right now. And today on our Coyote show, we're thinking about who are the best Coyotes ever drafted in in just the top 15 overall and they don't there wasn't a ton to choose from but then it got me thinking who are just the best athletes in general ever taken by arizona sports teams so that's going to be our topic today um and i've asked each of you to come prepared with your candidate for this topic so 
some criteria for this is they have to have been drafted by an Arizona team. So, for example, when the Coyotes were the Winnipeg Jets, they drafted Shane Doan. You can argue he's the best Coyote of all time, but he would not be considered for this. Um, and also, they had to at least play sometime in Arizona. Today on the KHNX Coyote Show, Petey and Craig both put Blake Wheeler as the best <laughs> top 15 draft pick in Arizona Coyotes history. He didn't play a single minute. Um, in an Arizona or Phoenix Coyotes uniform. I'm so fired up for Blake Wheeler, man. Yeah, and so that's just a huge bummer. He spurned the franchise, and you're calling him the best draft pick? I mean, <laughs> if you want to, with that criteria that we had on that show, he had the most <laughs> successful NHL career. You had no criteria? But yeah, <laughs> just none. So I have, you know, taken okay. the reins back, and we're adding that they have to have played for the team, at yeah. least for a little bit. So all of that in mind, who wants to start? I will, because mine is the most obvious answer for the Cardinals. I talked about this once already on the Phoenix Sports Podcast like six months ago. It's Larry Fitzgerald. And I mean, it has to be. Uh, you see the numbers leading everything uh, in terms of uh, all the receiving categories. There's not much else to say about Larry Legend, what he did on the field, but also off the field. I was with the franchise the entire time. It's Larry Fitzgerald, man. And they were one Hail Mary away from not draft getting that draft mm -hmm. pick. They would have had the number one pick in the 2003 draft if uh, Josh McCown hadn't thrown a Hail Mary to Nate Poole in the final game of 2003 to beat the Minnesota Vikings in one of the weirdest games ever because you wanted him to lose to get the number one draft pick, but you, bounced the Vikings. you wanted to watch him win because... You bounce the Vikings from the playoffs. Very weird. That, of course, was the Eli Manning, uh, Philip Rivers draft in terms mm -hmm. of quarterbacks. So there's a a weird what if if that had played another way. Are we talking about maybe Philip Rivers being the best draft pick in Cardinals history, or Eli Manning? Uh, we'll never know because Larry Legend played. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's a great pick. And I think when you think of who's synonymous with Arizona Cardinals, it's. Larry. Um, no, John, not Matt Liner. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Charles said Fitz might be the top draft pick in Arizona sports history as a whole, which I guess at the end of this we can vote mm. on who as a whole is the best and get some input from the chat and maybe <clears throat> from Twitter as well later. Is there anybody else just who comes to mind for Cardinals or is Oh yeah. Larry I mean I mean like he's the top answer, but that uh that two thousand four draft was Dockett and Dansby as well, and those worked out pretty well. Kyler looks like he might, but you can't tell yet. Um, no love for our own Frank Sanders. <laughs> it's Frank Sanders <laughs> going back to receiver Anquan Bolden, 2003. Um, there's a lot of good ones, but you have to be Larry Legend. You got to be great. Yeah, I mean, there's some value picks like Jake Plummer in the second round. Great, great pick. Yeah. I mean, there's other guys, but... I, you know, Aeneas Williams uh, is another guy, but it's Larry. Yeah. I mean, you, you could make the argument he is the greatest receiver of all time in NFL history based on who Jerry Rice had throwing him the ball yeah. and who Larry Fitzgerald had throwing him the ball. So it's tough when you've got an all-time great at his position to go with anybody else. Yep. All right. Good answer, Shane. Let's go to the Suns next. Yeah, so from one – all-time great at a position to another. Steve Nash has to be the greatest Suns draft pick of all time. Uh, you know, played 1,200 games here. Uh, was just 
a two-time MVP, revolutionized or at least started the revolution in basketball to what we know now. Uh, obviously drafted here in 1996, 15th pick overall, got traded to Dallas but came back in 04. Uh, I, would I have loved for his entire career to be in Phoenix? Yes, but overall what he was able to accomplish here, uh, the way we look at, at Steve Nash and those teams, he is the greatest draft pick. And if you look at it, a lot of the Suns' success wasn't always built on draft picks. It was built on free agents, trades, mm. those kind of things for some of their stars. Devin Booker may have an argument when it's all said and done. For sure. Uh, but right now, it's it's Steve Nash. Now, you said they had to play games in Phoenix. There is a guy who the Suns drafted <laughs> that never played here that you could argue, uh, George Gervin. The Iceman was drafted in the third round of the NBA draft by the Phoenix Suns, but decided to play for the ABA San Antonio Spurs. So technically was drafted by the Suns, but never played. He is one of my all-time favorite players to watch, like old highlights of. He's just, his game is so nice. So I think, I think he could have been an argument if he had played here in Phoenix as well. Yeah, that's a, that's a good one. That's, another player who's synonymous with Suns basketball. But, and I was going to ask you, do you think, you know, in 20 years that will be Devin Booker, hopefully? Yeah. I mean, there's, there's, there's a very good chance. There's a lot he has to accomplish. I mean, Sunday and game seven will go a a long way to, you know, in part defining, you know, what we look at him as a, as a draft pick, uh, you know, but yeah, in 20 years, I think there's definitely a possibility. You could also make arguments for Amari Stoudemire or Sean Marion. I think they're weaker arguments than Steve Nash, but there's an argument to be had there too. Honorable which, mentions. Which I'm no I longer still... on stats side after what he said. No longer on stats <laughs> well, side. I agree. <laughs> and no longer on Sean Marion's side since he's been sitting uh, on, on the sidelines in Dallas with a Mavs hat on during this series too. But I think those two guys as of right now may still be higher than, uh, than Devin Booker on the list, but he will pass them at some point. All right. Well, let's move on to D backs. And although he is not with us, I'm just really (laughs) sticking to this. Derek is not with us. He did submit this pick on behalf of before he, before he left us. I'm glad we got that before (laughs) he moved on. He submitted this pick for the best player ever drafted by the D backs. Emma. D-backs pick there. Nope. (laughs) All right. There we go. Max Scherzer drafted 11th overall in 2006. He is still active um, in the MLB, but he, his ERA is 3.15 and his strikeouts is he has 3,069 strikeouts. Nice. Nice. He's also one of the best post-game interviews of all time. That post-game interview last postseason of him just absolutely hammered. I don't know how he was absolutely (laughs) hammered. Like, it was literally 45 minutes after they won. But either he got hit in the head by a champagne bottle or he literally chugged 15 of them. It's one of the craziest things I've ever seen, and I adore him for that. He also best eyes ever drafted by the D-backs. Two different color eyes, mm-hmm. and it's very wow. weird to see in photos or on camera. So, Yeah, he's won the Cy Young Award multiple times. He's been an all-star multiple times, pitcher of the month award, pitcher of 
the week no, award all none the time. of it in arizona though because yeah. in in all their wisdom they dealt him away way way too early so yeah i'm i don't really know much about baseball is petrochromia any- is the word of i mean it is is there anyone else who could have been up for consideration for this or is it is he issuing for this one all Gold, goldschmidt wasn't he a d-backs draft pick I believe he was a Someone Google it. Uh, I mean, I could be wrong. This is what happens when Derek leaves us. I'm just taking giant wild swings right now. (laughs) I know it wasn't Travis Lee who was one of their first draft picks. Uh, He was a giant disappointment, as was Justin Upton. He was a draft pick. So I think Paul Goldschmidt's probably the other argument you could make. And he had a bigger impact on on the actual Diamondbacks as well. So since Derek's not here, I'm saying he was the greatest draft pick and now he's... (laughs) And Derek's wrong. <laughs> but uh, Derek's now dead and wrong. Dead wrong. Um John in the chat said, without a doubt, the best D-back pick horrible trade. And Charles said the D-backs have some of the worst track record with pitchers, but as soon as they leave, they become amazing. Yes. But I guess their scouting staff saw something good in that because they seem to nail it. They just don't have that success here, which is a bummer. And that kind of Brings me to the Coyotes, which is a similar (laughs) situation. And it's not Blake Wheeler because I took that off the table. But I'm going to say that the best Coyotes draft pick. Emma. (laughs) (laughs) Max Scherzer is the Coyotes' best pick. I knew it. Oliver Ekman Larson uh, drafted seventh overall in 2009. He's played 848 games. He's still active um, on the Vancouver Canucks at the moment. Has 133 goals, 284 assists but he was also the captain of the coyotes he was amazing in the coyotes 2012 playoff run he averaged uh, more ice time than the three minutes more in ice time than the next closest player on the team and he's 12th in points out of that draft in total mm-hmm. which is um an awesome statistic so i know you know you look at him now just based on how the last few years went with him getting traded and him not really having a lot of points or a huge impact when he was at his best he was phenomenal and i think people forget that because mm-hmm. and i said this on the coyote show this morning in a market like arizona you're just not going to get the same recognition that you would in a canadian market or an east coast market but he was an nhl all-star he was the captain of the team for a reason he went through a lot of injury and personal struggles which unfortunately i think impacted his career but he was an everyday nhl player he was a star for the coyotes it's just a bummer how it worked out but now he's he's still playing, so I would love to Vancouver. switch places with Oliver Ekman Larson, not because he of all the money that he has from the Coyotes and not because of the playing in the NHL, but to just to hang out with Connor Garland in Vancouver. I, yeah. Uh, I, I didn't know Connor where Garland. that was going. So I'm, <laughs> glad, I'm glad that's where it was. Yeah. So. John said no love for Yandel, the Iron Man, much love for Yandel. And also, I like in terms of what your argument for the best pick is, you can make an argument like like for Connor Garland, he was drafted, I think, in the fifth round. Mm-hmm. And Michael Bunting, who's up for the Calder Trophy right now um, at 26, no less, but still up for the Calder Trophy. Um, you can make an argument that drafting players like that so late who went on to have successful NHL careers, that could be an argument Value. for the best um, pick as well. So, yeah, I mean, I, I'm, depend- I'm open to debate. It depends on your definition. Like, yeah, and, exactly. And you look at it. It's, it's kind of like when people debate MVP. I mean, it's it's how you look at what most valuable, well, best draft pick could be value. You know, there's, uh, you know, if that's the argument on the Sun side, it, it would have been Jeff Hornacek, who was a late second round pick, or, or you know, Goran Dragic, who was a late 
second round pick. But uh, you know, I think it it comes down to who was the ultimate best player, mm-hmm. regardless of where where they were drafted. So yeah, and what's interesting about our our list that we just put together here, none of them were first overall picks. Nope. Which I think is really interesting. And also, well, the Suns can't have that. They're not allowed. Either kind of coyotes, apparently. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Jeez, but it is a it is a nice reminder that you can still find some amazing, talented players and athletes not at the top or the very, very top of the draft. Remember that, Coyotes fans, because <laughs> I just think we all need that reminder. You know what's crazy, though? I don't think any of us, because it wasn't one of the teams we picked, but has the greatest draft pick in Arizona sports history. Diana Taurasi. It's Diana Taurasi. Yeah. Well, it's the greatest I mean, she's player the in great, Arizona history. I'll, I'll make the argument she is the greatest Arizona athlete yeah. of all time. I, yeah, and I, I stand we already for that did. all yes, the time. I, yeah, I think know? we did like, that on the yeah. show once. <laughs> so, so, like, that, she's obviously yeah. the best overall draft pick uh, in Arizona sports history. She just has the resume, what she's done, entire career here in winning championships. She's one of very few that can say that they've done that here in this town. Yeah, absolutely. I would agree with that. 100%. John said you should do a show on the worst pick by each We'd be team. here for so long. Yeah. yeah. There's so many. There's been a Marquise lot. Chris. Dragon Bender. Uh, Dragon ben- Don't slander the dragon. Oh, okay. Don't slander. Okay. He's he's putting up single digits in Europe now, and he's spectacular at it. All right. Uh, yeah. Oh, Josh Jackson, uh, hotboxing a baby, allegedly. Uh-huh. Uh, what? You didn't know that? No. Oh, yeah. yeah he got, story. He got a, Fun story. He got in trouble for that. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, there's all sorts of, uh, great, bad draft picks, even just in recent memory. So, Mm. so of the four sports and we're not just because she would sweep this, we're not going to include the Mercury Tarasi pick of the four. Who do you think uh, overall is the best player drafted in Arizona sports? Larry. Yeah. I think it's Larry. Yeah. I, I would have as to much agree. as I don't like to agree with Shane. Yeah, <laughs> nobody think, does. Yeah. That's why it makes life so hard. Is because people <laughs> just they consistently bicker with me. Sean always tries to come at me sideways with these weird takes, and it's just because he doesn't want to agree with me, and that's okay. Oh, Sean said <laughs> it's Steve Nash. I, I'm surprised you don't have to stick with the Canadian here. You know, in Steve Nash. I know he is Canadian. Um, <laughs> no, I mean. Larry, like like I said, I just think even on and off the field, like Larry has just done so much for the Arizona Cardinals franchise. It's really hard to argue. And I think that you can't uh, what off the field, off the ice, off the court stuff isn't palpable in terms of statistics, but it it does matter and yeah. it does carry weight. In my opinion, so I, I think you also have to consider where the franchise was when the player yeah. was drafted, and Larry took a perennial. Loser. I mean, well, that's the, the the only way you can put and it. And it's like Steve Nash. Like you think Steve Nash is that era of the Suns. You don't think Steve Nash is just the Suns because you have the Barkley era, era yeah. and everything else. With the Cardinals, you think Larry Fitzgerald yeah. when you yeah. think of the Cardinals. Yeah. I mean, hands down, Larry in many ways saved this franchise from complete obscurity. Mm-hmm. So. Yep. So – chat let us know your thoughts let us know on twitter at phnx underscore underscore sports what you think um who and if you disagree with us let us know you can tweet out all of us we want to debate with you but i do think that if i don't okay shane doesn't but i will and as will um diana tarasi i think would win that hands down so for that reason we're not going to include her in this 
debate because it would be unfair. Um, all right. We got more to get to in a little bit, and it involves maybe hurting some people's feelings. Maybe not. We'll yes. see. <laughs> Finally, something I can get behind. I think we all show. need to take our anger out on something right I mean, now. <laughs> not anger, just sorrow from the sons, I think. We, uneasiness. Yeah. We've killed off Derek and now we're going to insult co-workers. Mm -hmm. This is just a fantastic Friday the 13th. And this is what happens when I'm left in charge of hosting <laughs> this show. But before we get to that, let's talk about the DraftKings Sportsbook app. I know it's something that Shane uses not just once a day, not just twice a day. I just got an email from him. Maybe religious. over under 17 times a day you open that app. What do you think? Uh, over. Take it, the over. It's just always open, so... <laughs> I never close it. It's closed. when you get your battery like screen time report. Yeah. It's the DraftKings Sportsbook app yeah. is like ninety five percent. I just they just gave me a fifty percent deposit match. Look wow, he's he's, he's not, not lying. lying. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's always promotions on DraftKings. Uh, there's always promos, and this week, if you're a new customer, you can bet just five dollars on any team to win and get hundred and fifty dollars in free bets. If they do, when you sign up using the promo code PHNX at the DraftKings Sportsbook app, if you're looking to turn a small bet into a big payday during the NBA playoffs, you can do so with same-game parlays. And right now, all customers can place a same-game parlay with three or more legs and get a free bet back up to $25 if one leg doesn't hit. So be sure to take advantage of this offer now at the DraftKings Sportsbook app. That's code PHNX. $5 on any NBA team to win their game. Get $150 in free bets. If they do, that's 21 and over Arizona only. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP. New customers only. Why is everyone laughing? I don't know. Minimum $5 deposit. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash Sportsbook for Detail. I'm not on camera, so don't look at me as if I'm doing anything. Why is everyone giggling? No, Sean, Sean tooted, I think. <laughs> Let's move to the next topic. Okay, that's so nice. Okay. Thanks, Shane. Thanks for distracting everyone. <laughs> Isaiah is in the chat. Happy to meet us. Thank you, Isaiah. It was so great to meet you at the last Coyotes game in Glendale. I met Isaiah, so... Plenty more events coming up for PHNX, so stay tuned for that. Okay, time for our game. So <laughs> I was thinking, what game can we play that has to do with drafting? So we're going to be drafting hosts to join PHNX. Um, these are people available, and we can either draft them or we can pass on them. Are um, these all PHNX? The hosts? catch is... All of these people actually are PHNX hosts okay, currently. Okay, I thought we were just like picking people off the street. I'm like, uh-oh. No. But, <laughs> just random people. Yeah. But this is Billy. <laughs> so we're, this is Doug. So it's, it'll basically be like a scouting report with their strengths and their weaknesses, but you won't know who they are. You won't know their name. And you have to decide based on their strengths and weaknesses, will you draft or pass? And then I will reveal which PHNX employee. Can we guess it who actually they are is. too? You can, but I would like you to first decide if okay. you're going to draft. Because okay. I don't want you to know who it is and then decide to draft or pass some of them might be obvious if it says short it nails it narrows it down to two hosts i know that for sure <laughs> well, two that you work intimately with oh intimately <laughs> Ooh. um you okay. and saul just always with the the dirty mind right? lord all right well let's get started with our first 
person on our scouting report. This person, their strengths, they are good at coming up with topics when there's nothing to talk about. They're passionate. Their weaknesses, they falter in spotlight moments, and they have a very long commute into Who the are we calling out that can't handle pressure? Oh, I know who this is. I'm going to... <laughs> I'm going to draft this uh, hammer hammer the draft button on this one. Why? What about what about their strengths? At, do you like Well, I mean, in this job when you have to talk 5 days a week uh, every week about a team, being able to come up with topics is uh paramount. So, I don't care what any of the weaknesses are. That's a skill that I need on my roster. Yeah, you can fix you can fix pressure too. You can fix the. I don't know about that. The faltering in the spotlight moment. Fix faltering in the spotlight. You either have it or you don't. Can I trade down? <laughs> You're passing. Yeah, I'll pass. Okay, so Shane's passing. S was drafting. If we so, can't fix it then. Can so, I guess? Yes. It's Johnny. Yes. So this oh, person is oh. Johnny. And the reason he falters in spotlight moments, of course, it's when he was. Going to try and make up for his horrible chug by chugging a beer live on the Cardinals draft show, and he failed. He made it miserable. worse. Yeah, yeah. It was worse the he second. Made it so much worse. I'm so glad I passed. Bad. He needs to be humbled. <laughs> of course, your adversary from from bets would be a pass for you. So, he's not really an adversary anymore. He's just a bystander. Jo- Johnny, if you're watching this, I'm sorry. Okay, let's get I don't to think Wi-Fi right now. They usually shut it off between <laughs> one and three in America. <laughs> it's the blackout period in America, <laughs> but nobody has internet. Oh my gosh. Okay, well, let's get to our next candidate here. Okay, their strengths, knowledgeable about their subject matter. They have great connections, but their weaknesses, they're not really good at technology, and they're stressed <laughs> out <laughs> twenty drafting the hell out of this person because it's so obvious. Oh, yeah. I don't know. There there are a handful of people that fit those weaknesses here. Yeah. Let's be honest. Me probably being one of them. That's a little, well. that's a little yeah. scary, though. That's, that's That a lot of people fit that weakness well, at a, yeah. at a digital sports media company. Well, no, it was more the second one, stressed out 24-7, oh, oh, yes, that, yes. that I'm going with. Uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to hit draft yeah. and not even think twice. So. Are you drafting? Yeah. Okay, well, all this one, I know it's obvious, but this, of course, is PD. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, he's better at technology than he gives off, but... Yeah, he, he's he, a lot better at technology. Yeah, but he struggles with some simple things like sending tweets and... I'm surprised he hasn't run out of breath by the amount of times he sighs. <laughs> I know, right? I think his strategy with technology is like my strategy with housework. Here if you go, act dumb one. enough for long enough, somebody else will help you with it. That's the way I look That's at honestly, it. Honestly, I really like that. <laughs> yeah, I know. PD is definitely an asset for any team. So grateful to have him as part of PHNX. I love that she's like, I have to. I, I definitely have to lay on the praise after I slandered my my co-host with the with the weaknesses. Well, his, he has an opportunity to work on his stress growth. levels. Yes, growth. that's where that's where he has to do some growth. Okay, let's bring up our next host, Drafter Pass. This host is their strengths. They are knowledgeable about Fucking multiple pass. sports. They are very opinionated, but their weaknesses is they have a potty mouth and a long commute Wait, to the office. Wait, I feel like. I feel like I have to say draft, <laughs> but I think I'm going... I don't want you to be pressured by your scouts, Espo. You are the GM. I, you get to make this call. I'm going to say draft. Why? Because I think I share an office with this gentleman, so <laughs> so I'm going to say draft. Huh. <laughs> 
<laughs> I'm passing. Why are you passing? Yeah, I, well, because because I think it's two people, and if it's if it's the one person I think it is, then I'm glad I'm passing. If it's not, <laughs> I'm passing. All right, as post drafting, Shane is passing, and this person, of course, is our GM. Damn it! Who do you think it was? Sean. Honestly, that could fit for Sean. That could fit for Sean. That's Over funny. Overinflated self worth would have been on the on the weaknesses. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck yeah. I was trying not to be too. I was trying not to be too mean. Oh man. Okay. Well, let, next. I missed on that pick. You did. Yeah, you yeah. did. I actually traded back, so we're good. <laughs> it's okay. You have PD on your team for now. All right. Next up. This host, their strengths, they have media experience. They get great guests on their show. But their weakness, they run bot Twitter accounts. That's a little concerning. And they're a very bad driver. So that could be an issue with commuting. What? So so I saw this person on my big board. Um, <laughs> and I got some insider information. Um, they At the Combine, their measurables were really bad. <laughs> Super small. <laughs> the hands of a mouse. So I'm passing because of that. Well, now I know who it is. <laughs> See, the, this is a no win for me because as the vice president of of content here, <laughs> these are my people. Hey, I so, drafted one person, so. so so I draft out of out of a necessity to keep the vibes uh, immaculate. The vibes here. as the chief vibe as officer, the CEO. I'm the CEO here too. So I'm going to draft uh, one Anthony Tosi. <laughs> yes. Spoiler that, of course, is Anthony Totri and the Runsbot Twitter accounts. If you watch PHNX Sun Devils, man. you know that he definitely Dude, skews votes in his bro, favor. Bro, it's crazy. <laughs> I, like, I'll be up like 33% and I'll text the group chat. I'm like, yo, look at the poll, one hour left. And then like 20 seconds later, it's like, <laughs> to Totri, I'm last. He and Lindsay must work together. On, I forgot on about that. Yeah, that could have been Lindsay. She has media experience and great connections, but she's a better driver. I think. Uh, yeah. I don't know. I've never seen Lindsay. I, I don't care. Well, on the racetrack at Octane <laughs> Raceway, she was better than Totri. Totri, Totri could be in a movie called Baby Driver, but it's not the same movie. It's, a, <laughs> it's a, literally a baby driving a car. But but that should have made him better at the at octane because it would have been the first time he was in a car that actually fit it oh right uh, there we go okay. <laughs> Roasted. sorry anthony i drafted you at least so all right next host this person's strengths they are creative they have a large twitter all of following. everybody has a long commute uh, yeah, there's a lot of people who live far. This I'm, person has a long commute and wears flip-flop store. All the time flip-flops? Or? A lot of the time. Because this could have been me. Because I have worn flip-flops to the office. I have a long commute. I do have a large Twitter following, but I don't think it's me. You don't think it's you? No, because Who do you I think it is? I don't wear flip-flops enough for this. Uh, I'm going to go. I'm going to go draft. What about them and makes you want to draft them? Uh, creativity. It's important. Yeah, I think that's the biggest part. Okay. I'm going to say not draft because if it is me, the fact that <laughs> I've worn flip-flops enough to have that on the list should uh, should not be is show, is show, I, I have disgusting It shows lots shown. of toe a, a weakness or a strength. It should be a weakness. <laughs> it should be a strength. If it's my feet, it should be a That'll weakness. get you more super chats. I'll tell you what. <laughs> Um, well, Espo, that was you. Oh, my you God. <laughs> what? 
How? I've worn flip-flops like twice. How did that make the true. Rule? Because nobody else has worn flip-flops once. <laughs> oh, my God. Actually, Saul definitely has worn flip-flops. Yes. yes. And shorts with them, too. So, yeah. man, now I'm all self-conscious. Who do you I'm, think it was? I, I, no, I thought it was me, oh. but I, I didn't think I wore <laughs> flip-flops enough that that... Now I'm never I'm never wearing flip flops again, ever. <laughs> I'm like I'm sorry. going home and burning my flip flops. <laughs> I'm sorry that I hit a button with that. For you. Was that one you noticed, or did somebody else tell you to put that on the list? Um, I think that was my idea. Okay, uh, that was my scouting well, report of you. Uh, I'm I'm passing on. Okay, on you. <laughs> this is unfair. You don't have to draft anyone. No, because I know. Who oh yeah, you created is. it. Never mind. This is fair. Yes, I'm I'm the head scout, I guess, mm. if you will. I've scouted all these people, and I'm presenting them to you, the GMs of Whoa. your teams. Okay, next up, this person is creative. They're good at editing. Their weaknesses are that they are very bad at building furniture, which when you're building a studio, it's kind of important. And they have multiple alter egos. That's a little concerning. <laughs> I'm not drafting Shane. I'm passing. <laughs> Multiple alter egos. Jeppardine Beauregard? That, that's not me. Baby? <laughs> I'm drafting myself. And I'm flipping myself for future assets. Because one of the alter egos has a ton of potential because he is literally a child. <laughs> I, you didn't even give Espo the chance I'm, to... Oh, you I'm, said I, no. I'm, I'm passing. It's changed. Damn, I'm passing because it's you. <laughs> your producer on your show you don't exactly. want him anymore Damn. no but i gotta keep the shit going <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> i'm right. still shook from this flip-flop thing so, so I'm, I, my, my, my picks are now whatever i say after this i, I take no responsibility for it <laughs> really it's all leah's fault now. i was trying so hard to be nice and i've pissed off one of my bosses that's <laughs> so fantastic okay well let's do the Last. Wait, you don't even get to see my face. Oh yeah, Shane. Yay. There he is. <laughs> and there's his other alter ego, his cartoon self. Yeah. <laughs> as that well, would be scary. As well as the builder of TPC Jebedine, which coming to <laughs> a Nintendo Switch near you. I regret bringing that. I'm Switch telling you when that, I see how much that course is pure. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, last host up. This person's strength. They are organized. They have a short commute. There's one with a strength. Um, lives close to the office. Their weekend. Their weakness is they clean obsessively and have questionable takes about food. I'm passing. Hard, so hard, hard pass. The hardest of passes. It's what I deserve. <laughs> yes. Because yes, that, is. of course, is me. <laughs> I was being much meaner to myself with my weaknesses, but Jacob said I was being too mean to myself, so... <laughs> I figured it cleans. I want to see what they were. <laughs> no, I'll tell you later. Sweetness never wears flip flops. <laughs> I have worn sandals oh, yeah, to the I office. I did not. Yeah, I did not put girth as one of them. We could have gone on forever if I wanted to do every host. <laughs> Has here the most Pink. questionable nickname of any host. <laughs> How do you feel about your teams overall that you've? I, I I've I've acquired more assets for the future. No further questions. I have no clue. <laughs> I suppose you, just you questioning shook his you whole shook. I'm questioning everything now. Oh my gosh. Oh. Well, Espo, if you need to, you know, take a breath and come back down to earth and realize it's all gonna be okay, maybe you wanna take some OGs to No, then I'll just yourself. spend hours staring at my flip flops and, <laughs> and questioning why I ever wore them to work. 
<laughs> okay, well, you don't have to, but everybody else can. Stop by your local dispensary and grab some amazing scratch-made THE gummies from our friends at OG's if you're <laughs> And there's amazing flavors like blackberries and cream and watermelon. It's perfect if you're in the mood for an uplifting sativa or a chill indica. I think you need a chill indica. Oh, I'm, I'm a big indica fan. After, yes. after this show. So OG's is awesome. I know a lot of people in this room have tried it. It's super, super delicious. Um, if you're interested in trying the amazingly delicious variety of flavors that OG's Brands has to offer, go to ogsbrands.com. That's O-G-E-E-Z brands.com to find an OG's near you. I've heard amazing, amazing, amazing things about OG's and we actually have them in the office. So congrats to all of the PHNX draft picks because as part of your welcome to the team package, you can get some OG. I didn't get drafted though. And PHNX for you. I didn't get drafted flops. either. Mm-hmm. You can, you can get some yeah, PHNX so PHNX flops. PHNX coming soon to the PHNX <laughs> Sports Locker. <laughs> I need a PHNX Snuggie. Holy hell. Dude, that would go unbelievably That's the most stupid. Thing ever. I would wear it to work every day. I really want a PHNX hoodie, to be honest. You know what's the most elite clothing? Is clothing that you don't have to like. Where the you, it's like a snap-on clothing, like snuggies, like you just throw it on. So like if I'm hot outside but cold in the office, which I am every single day, <laughs> I can just I should just bring a snuggie because I can snap it on. And I'm, if I'm wearing shorts that are too short, snap on the snuggie. No legs for you, homie. You you need some warm-up pants, like NBA Bro, pants. <laughs> I have a pair at home. Oh, this is a uh, this has been. <laughs> This has been- I'm never accepting an invitation from Leah to do anything. Oh my again, gosh! So. Why don't you just get me back or something? I don't know. You should. If she asks you to like go to go to Old Town, you're, you're going to say no. Well, I'm almost forty, so yeah, I'm saying no anyway. What if I asked you? I'm saying no because I'm almost forty. Would you say no more times than not to me or Leah? I'd say no to both of you if it's Old Town. That's what I'm saying. What if I bribed you? No, there's no bribe. Espo, you. we're going to Old Town soon. No. Yes, I'm we not. are. <laughs> unless you it's hear that, like, Tracy? He's coming. Unless Espo, it's like 10 a.m. for brunch. Oh, let's do it. Some clubs, though, have dress codes, so I don't. you can't wear flip flops. Oh, my. <laughs> I'm out of here. So am I. It's over. Oh, my God. All right, so hosting this show has gone really, really well. Um, Thank you all. Wow, really. Thank you all so much for watching. I do want to plug, if you haven't checked it out already, the story. It's the latest podcast on the PHNX network. I just feel really lonely here now. Okay, it's fine. Um, The story, Chirsten Sussell is the host. She does amazing, amazing storytelling work. So check that out if you haven't already. Her first episode came out on Wednesday and it's all about the history of how the Arizona Coyotes ended up in Glendale. I hate the side angle of me. Take it on, take it down. I don't like it. Um, and if you're not a member, okay, fine. If you're not a member at gophnext.com, sign up today. You can get your first year, um, for just under $60 and a shirt from the PHNX Locker when you sign up. Or you can get your first month just $0.50 cents, um, if you want to do month-to-month. Join our family. Join our members-only Discord. There's some amazing shirts on the PHNX Locker if you haven't checked it out already. Chris says, you've got the chat, Leah. Thank you. And Charles said, they literally just told Leah, I am a head out, <laughs> which it's fine. I can do this all by myself. Thank you all so much for watching. Hopefully... 
Michaela or Cheerston will be back soon. I think Cheerston will be back next week on the Phoenix Sports Podcast. So like we said at the top, be sure to like and subscribe and leave a review and subscribe to PHNX Sports on YouTube and follow PHNX Sports across all platforms, including Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, Twitter, all of it. Great coverage coming up this weekend. Game 7, PHNX Suns. Tune in. Um, All right. Well, (laughs) thanks, everyone in the room who is still standing in the room, by the way. Thanks so much for watching. Thank you, chat. Vote on Twitter who you think is the best ever drafted. Ever player drafted by an Arizona sports team. I'm fumbling out the end. (laughs) Everyone, thanks so much for watching. We'll see you next week. Have a great weekend.